everyone. Hope you have a wonderful day. We continue. We left off. Tracted Yavam, Mr. 6, chapter. The last few words on the bottom. Bottom of page 63b on the bottom. the rabbis the rabbis learn. It says in the Torah, in the book of Numbers, when the ark rested, he said, Moshe said, Shuvah Hashem. Hashem amongst the myriads, amongst the tens of thousands and the thousands of, of Jews. Malamid is teaches us doesn't rest less than twenty-two thousand Jews. So if there's 21,999, why is it we're missing a Jew? Because someone didn't uh, take his commandment seriously to have it to be fruitful and multiply. Isn't he the one who's causing the Shekhinah to leave the Jewish people? So you see, that's why you are affecting, it's you're diminishing Hashem. Mashab points out that it was the, the, the smallest tribe was the tribe of Levi. And they had exactly 22,000 in the age of a month old or not. And of course Hashem was present among them more than any other tribe. They were the Levi. They were the servants of Hashem. They were the uh, dedicated to Hashem. They carried the ark and the sanctuary. On the other hand, we find Hashem is present in the minion. Hashem is present five. Three, two, one. On the other hand, it says Hashem is present over six hundred thousand different different levels, different degrees of presence. Of, of, of course, there's only one Hashem, but it depends how. You have a window, many windows. So the sun comes in this way, the window one way, the window the other way. There's only one Shina, but different revelations of the intensity of Hashem's revelation. Liable to lose your life. Shnemer says, It says about Nod of an Aviyu, they died and they had no children. They left no children. Meaning, if they had children, they wouldn't have died. Even their sin, but had they had the children, they wouldn't have died. But because on top of everything else, they had no children. And really it was consistent because it was part of their, they were so spiritual that they, that's the reason they didn't get married and have children. They were, their heads were in the clouds, were in heaven. That's why they, they, they flew the coop, they, they, they expired. They, they, were so, they went into the Holy of Holies, they came so close to Hashem that they completely dissolved. And that was a sin. Hashem needs us in this world. He needs human beings. You have to have children. Hashem needs people, human beings, with all the struggles and foibles and limitations and uh, complexities. That's what Hashem needs. That's what Hashem wants. He's depriving Hashem of what He wants and what He needs. You don't engage in having children, you're causing the Shekhinah to depart from Israel. Hashem spoke. Hashem spoke to Abraham saying, 
that he, he made a covenant to be the covenant is for me and for your children when am I when am I present with you when there's children who's, who's, who will Hashem rest on on the stones and the, on the stones and the, on the wood and the stones it has to be continuity it's the youth coming to shul and there's young kids and there's a little noise. Ah, oh, But if there's if there's no one around and there's no future. Married for ten years and you have no children, so you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to abstain from fulfilling the mitzvah of procreating. What's your option? Either marry another woman, take another wife on top of her, or divorce her and marry someone else. Today the custom is we don't follow the, this rule. But, but, but this is what the Mishnah says. Allah. If he divorced her, she's allowed to marry someone else. You don't say, it's not a proof that she can't have children. So therefore, how can someone else marry her? The husband, the second husband has the mitzvah to procreate when it's proven that she can't have children. No, I don't have proof. Maybe he couldn't have children. Maybe he's sterile. I don't know if he's sterile. No proof. Again, the second one could also wait 10 years. You don't say, oh, a year went by, two years. Okay, obviously she's the one who's sterile. No, you give him 10 years. If she, she miscarries, you have to count 10 years from when she miscarried. Because the fact she miscarried means she could have children. Maybe she'll have children again. You have to wait 10 years from the miscarriage. 10 years go by and nothing. Then you either divorce her or take another wife. That's the mission. The rabbis learn not to divorce her, but he has to give her a ksuva. It's not a fault. Maybe he didn't have the merit to have children from her. What the Gemara is saying is two things. Firstly, he's telling us that he should marry another woman. Because maybe he doesn't have the merit to build through her, but he'll have the merit to build with a second wife. Let him divorce her, or add another wife to her, or divorce her and take another wife. So maybe he can still fulfill the mitzvah. He can't say, well, Hashem doesn't want me to have children. How do I know? Maybe not through her, but Hashem will give you children. Or, and also, he's also telling us why she's getting a ksuva. It's not her fault. Why should she lose out? Maybe you're the one who's sterile. She's ready to do the mitzvah, I just you can't have children, so why should she suffer? Why should she go leave without a ksuva? To divorce her, but you have to make sure to give her a ksuva. Even though there's no proof, but nevertheless, we do find um, a hint for this. Because it says, When did Sarai tell Avraham to take Hagar? It says after 10 years after they moved to the land of Canaan. In other words, they moved and he was 75. And, um, and Lech Lecha was 75. 10 years later, when Avraham was 85, 
that's when she told Sarai, told Avram to take Hagar as his wife, from being a maid elevator to his wife. And the next year he had Yishmael, who was 86 years old. He was 13 years older than, than, than Yitzhak. Uh, it was uh, um, he was 86 he was uh, uh, 14 years old he was um, 100 years old that was 90, uh, yeah. so so so, so we see there why why ten years she waited ten years. The teacher, even though she was married much longer than that, she was married before they went before they made Aliyah before they went there to Israel. It comes to teach us that those that that doesn't count. The years outside the land of Israel doesn't count because maybe the merit of Eretz Yisrael so it's like a new counting once you move from outside the land of Israel to Eretz Yisrael you start a new counting the meter starts running again 10 years the sin of living outside the land of Israel caused them to be sterile so they gave it they moved to Israel and they gave it 10 years therefore what do we learn from here since we see that Chutzlotas doesn't count. The marriage, the years that were married, Chutzlotas doesn't count. We start a new, we start the meter running again. We start counting for a meaning, because maybe there's a reason. There's a reason because they lived outside the land of Israel. That's why they didn't have kids. So according to that reasoning, the ficha. Therefore, chalohu If he's sick or she's sick, they were both in prison. That doesn't count because again, maybe they didn't have children because he was sick or she was sick. Doesn't doesn't tell us that they're not going to have children. They don't have the merit of having children from each other with each other. Therefore, you have to give them ten years from when they stopped the sickness, or from when he's no longer sick, she's no longer sick, or when they're together, they're no longer in prison. Why don't we learn from Yitzhak? How old was Yitzhak when he married Rivka? He was 40 years old. 20 years later, he was 60 years old. That's when, that's when he had the twins. She had the twins. So he didn't divorce her after 10 years. Yitzhak knew that it was his problem. Well, the mother will say, how we knew? He knew that it was his problem. It wasn't her problem. He had no right to divorce her. Even if he married someone else, it wouldn't help. Ah, so it's not, it's not simple. It's different, different medrashim. Different medrashim. Yeah, the Pesos asked you a question. What do you mean? Anyway, he had to wait till she was, till she was 12. Yeah, and she can't give birth 10 years. So what's the question? The Taisha says there's different Medrashim, like he said earlier. Also, in the previous generation, they could have children even younger. They were mature when they were younger. You know. You can't fight that one. You can't fight that one. The physical is a symptom of the spiritual. You know, someone used to say, in the olden days, they could need anything. They had, they had stomachs like, 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 like stones. But their head was made of silk. Today it's the opposite. People have stomachs made of silk, but their heads of stone. You know, different generations, different world, different era. As if the Yaki, that's the case. Avram Nami Yaki, Avram, we also know, also knew that he was uh, he was sterile. 
So how do you bring a proof from Avram? You said you bring a proof from Avram that he waited 10 years and that's when uh, Sarai told him to take Hagar as his wife. Why? 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 He was also, what would it help him to take Hagar? He was, uh, he was an Akar. He's saying, but Yitzhak he can't learn. Yitzhak stayed married for 20 years. He said he was Akar too. And the mother, the mother answered, when we boil it, that Abhiya, but Abba. says, the mother answers, yes, it's true. Avram was, was, a, was a sterile, but why does the Taylor have to say after 10 years? Taylor is coming to teach us extra, superfluous. The Taylor is coming to teach us a law. But after 10 years, a husband has to either marry, make sure to marry another wife. They could have child, children. Maybe he doesn't have the merit to have children with her. So maybe he'll have the merit to have children with another wife. By Yitzchak, however, the Pasuk is not extra. When it says Yitzchak was 60 years old, the Pasuk was not extra. That's what he says. Like Avchir Bar Abba, we need the Pasuk. Avchir Bar Abba and Rabbi Yechanan, love me, why does the Torah tell us how old Yishmael was? Tell us how old Yaakov was. Based on, the, we learned the Megillah. And based on the fact that the Torah says that Yitzhak was 60 years old when he had Yaakov and Esau. So we know the 14 years in Yaakov's life that were not accounted for. The Gemara teaches there that he spent it learning Torah and therefore he wasn't punished for disrespecting his father for being away from home because of the merit of Torah. And after 14 years, then he was, then he was 20 years in Laban's house. In two years, traveling back to his father Yitzchak. And he was punished for 22 years, away from his home. That's why he was punished, that Yosef was also separated from him for 22 years. But the first 14 years, he wasn't punished. So therefore, we need the Pasuk that Yitzchak was 60 years old. That's how we figured out. The Taita tells us Yishmael was 137 years old. And that's when he left his home. So from that we figure out how old Yaakov was. You know, because Yishmael was 14 years older than, than Yitzchak. So if Yitzchak was 60 years old when Yaakov was born, how old is Yishmael? He was 74. So he passed away 137. What's 137 minus? Minus is 74. 60 years old. So we know that Yaakov was 60 years old. 137 minus, minus uh, 74. 63. So Yaakov was 63 when he left, when he left uh, the home. So then he was hidden for 14 years. So he came to love and home. He was 77. And then he worked. Uh, he was uh, he was 70, 77. And then he worked for seven years. He was eighty four. He was eighty four when he married Leah, and then Rach. And then it was twenty two years later. He's reunited with his father. So he was one hundred and six. 106 when he was reunited with his father and he returns back to Canaan. And then he was separated from Yosef. A few years later, he was separated from Yosef. 
So, so all of this, the Torah teaches that to tell us all we know this from the verse because Yitzchak was sixty years old. So it's not extra. So therefore, it doesn't come to teach us anything. The fact that he stayed with her for twenty years because he knew it doesn't help him to marry someone else because he was he was uh, he was sterile. The question is then, why did Avraham also knew he was sterile? But the Torah is actually superfluous. Why does the Torah tell us after 10 years? Teach us that after 10 years, a person has to find another wife to make sure that's true. If he was sterile, why did he take another wife? If Avraham knew that he was sterile, why would he take another wife? Opposite his wife. Ali still in the middle and he wasn't praying to Hashem for 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 Rivka. He was praying with him for himself. Because he knew that he was sterile. Well they were both. He wasn't only praying for him, he was praying for himself as well. Why does it say Vayetelai? Vayetelai boiling. Why does it say Hashem answered his prayer? It seems like he was praying for her. If she was praying for him and he was praying for her, they were opposite each other. He was praying. Yitzchak was praying for Rivka. Rivka was praying for him because they were both. So why does it say Hashem only listened to him? Hashem listened to both of them. With both prayers were answered. Hashem listened to him that she was able now to give birth. Hashem also listened to her. Now he was able to give birth. So it should have said Lahem. Each one was praying for both of them. They were praying for each other. They were praying for both of them. That both of them should be able to have children. Hashem listened to him because you can't compare the prayer of a tzaddik, the son of a tzaddik. Rivka was the son of, of, of Lavan. It was the son of Suel, a Russia. So her prayer wasn't as powerful in heaven. <laughs> well, that's that's everything. Mother says. Mother says because he was uh, she was he wasn't the son of a Russia. He was the daughter of a, a daughter of a Russia. So so the, the brother of the sister of a Russia, loving. But Yaakov was the son of Yitzchak. So his prayer, together with his father's prayer, stormed heaven and earth. And Yitzchak was the son of Avram. So Yitzchak's prayer was so powerful. Hashem answered him. Why did Hashem create our ancestors, our patriarchs, that they were sterile? Hashem desires the tool of the tzaddik. Some say because Hashem wanted the old lineage to end. Avram's lineage was Terah. It wasn't such a great lineage. So the fact that he couldn't have children means the line stopped. The new child is a new child. Nothing to do, no link, no connection to Terah and all the generations of Rishayim that preceded him. No gener- it's a new, a new world, a new creation. No connection to the past. I mean, after he circumcised himself, that's for sure the new Right, right. I'm Rabbi Yitzchak. Yes. Uh, why is the prayer it says Vayeta? Why is it to use the expression Vayeta? Vayeta means like a pitchfork. Eser is a pitchfork. Just like a pitchfork turns the grain and tosses it from one place to the other. Prayers of tzaddikim. Turns over, so to speak, the attributes of Hashem. 
In other words, the genitals were covered by a membrane, so it was hard to tell if they were male or female. And also it makes them infertile. Even even if you expose the membrane and you figure out, of course they figure out that Sarah is a woman and Avram is a man, but they, they're infertile. Or even if they're not infertile, it's very difficult for them to have children. They're very, very unlikely. But says, I beat the world sur, look at the rock. Kutsaftem, which you you you're etched out from, you you write evel makavas bur nekarter, the hollow of the pit which you would dug. See, I beat the lavram avino, sorted chelechem, chelechem. It says from Isaiah, look, look to Avram, your forefather, and to Sada who bore you. So that explains the first verse. Avram is like a hewn rock. Sada is like a hallowed pit. In other words, because the organs are not suitable for reproduction, Hashem made a miracle. So the, the masculine organ was like a hewn rock. You had to like uh, quarry, you had to take it out of the quarry, you had to remove So he's saying that look at Sarah. It says in Isaiah, we just learned, look at, look at the rock. That was hewn, Hashem hewed the out of the rock. You come from a rock that was hewn out, that was cut out of the mountain, so to speak, and from a hollow pit which was dug. And the next passage it says, Look at Avram Avinu and look at Sarah who bore you. So that's a reference to the first passage. Because Avram had to be like carved out, he had to take the rock out because Avram's male organ was a tumtum. And Sarah had to be like drilled a hole to be able to have children. It was miraculous because really they were infertile because they were like the, the tumtum. They were, had this membrane that covered up on their, on their sexual organs. This is a woman who has all the signs. She can't have children. She has all the signs of a male. She doesn't have a breast and her voice is thick and she can't have children. As it says, Vati Sada Akoda Inglavlad. As it says, Sada was barren, she had no child. So why does they have to say she had no child? Obviously, if she's barren, that means she has no children. Meaning I feel the base Vlad English. She didn't even have a uterus. She couldn't have a child, didn't even have a womb. This mission is only about the 10 year rule, only applies to early generations. They say in Merubis, because they live long lives. These people died when they were 40. Who wait two and a half years? You go stay, stick around two and a half years in a childless marriage. For a chance to get, to get three times pregnant, you could have three children in two and a half years, nine months each. That's good. Three years. Three remembrance. On Rosh Hashanah is when Hashem remembers. So give it a chance. Give it three Rosh Hashanahs for Hashem to remember the creature. You should have a child. If three years go by and nothing happens, then you can divorce. 
Well, remember, by Hashem, it was decreed on Rishonim to have children. Not that they had children in Rishonim, it was decreed, and they were remembered on Rishonim that they should have a child. So you have to give three three opportunities. Listen, lesson like We don't recognize these rules today. It's also ten years, just like in the olden days. Let's see, who formulated our mission, Rabbi? Already in the time of David Amalek, people started living. The average lifespan was shorter. David Amalek says the average life was 70 years. That's already a good life. 80 years, already good Buddhas. That's already a powerful life, strong. So the, okay, I don't know where we stopped recording. So he says, in the older generation, only in the older generation, but today, after, after two and a half years, when you can get pregnant three times, then you can remarry. Rab Nachman said, three years, when Hashem could remember you, and lesson like all, because today, this was said in times of Debbie, when even the times of double the generations were short. Now the Gemara asked the Bryce who said that he has to divorce her, he can divorce her because maybe he doesn't have a merit to build a family from her, but he has to give her a ksuva. Why? Maybe she doesn't have the merit. The Gemara answers, she's not doing anything wrong. She has no obligation to have children. So therefore, why, why should you punish her for her sins, preventing her from, from having children? It's not, it's not her obligation. That's why he's punished. Like the mother Aini, but it's not so. The rabbi said the rabbi was after the civet of a Lisbony, marry your wife and father children. When he replied to the rabbi, replied to the rabbis, if I merited I would have children from my first wife. So why should I believe that I'll have any more luck with my second wife? So it contradicts the Mishnah. The Mishnah is saying that you have to remarry because maybe you don't have the merit to have children from this wife, but you'll have merit, you'll have a merit to have children from the second wife. Here, here he refused to get married. He says, no, I'm, obviously, he says he blamed himself. He says, I am sterile, I can't have children, so what's it going to help me to marry another wife? The mother answers, who's just pushing them off. He became sterile and then lectured. Rabbi gave long, long lectures. And they were, the students didn't want to leave the lecture, so they kept, they kept themselves in. And if you don't urinate when you have to, and you keep it in, you become sterile. So that's why he couldn't marry. <laughs> we break it up into seven, seven small drops. Okay. And became sterile because of Ravuna's lectures. Ravchelbi also became sterile in the lectures. Ravshesh also became sterile. All the students were sterile. How could all these students violate a prohibition? You have to watch out for your health. How could they hurt themselves like that? Answers they were so engrossed. Ravuna was such a fascinating teacher. They were so engrossed in the learning that they completely forgot that they were that they, they had to go to the bathroom. They were completely lost, mm-hmm. and they forgot. You know, the Rebbe would sit for Fabrenian sometimes for eight hours, ten hours, and pour wine. And with all the alcohol, and never, never left the room. When you're young is one thing, but when you're 80 years old and pushing 90, it's unheard, it's unheard of. Right? Self-control, that you're so absorbed in what you're doing that it physically affects your body. That, that, that you don't even feel that you have to... 
says Ravacha by Yaakov. This is Suskinte. Was once afflicted with Suskinte. What's Suskinte? Disease that's caused by resisting the need to urinate, and it leads to being sterile. Tell you about. So how did they remedy this condition? They suspended him from the cedar column that supported the study hall. And he discharged from himself a color was like green branch of a palm tree. So they hung him and and the green stuff came out. We were a group of 60 scholars. All of us became sterile because of Ravuna's lectures. Except for me. Levar Except for me. Ravuna was the only one who could have children. Why? The I fulfilled for myself. It says, Whoever is wise preserves the life of, of his wisdom, of the owner of, of that wisdom. In other words, he was also in danger, but he realized what was happening. So therefore, he, other, he had others suspended from the pillar. So he was able to discharge a fluid that threatened his, 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 his fertility. Some say, however, that means, what did he do? He doesn't say what he did. But some say he would go out to the bathroom. He didn't forget. And as soon as he need, he left the lecture and he took care of himself. Others say, no, maybe he urinated in public, which he allowed to. If your life is in danger, you allowed <laughs> She's allowed to marry someone else because we're not sure that maybe he was sterile, not her. Mission only allows for her to marry a second time, but not a third time. Ten years went by with the first one, she had no children. Ten years went by with the second one, she had no children. She's, the third one is not allowed to marry her. The third one did not fulfill the mitzvah, be fruitful, multiply. Obviously, she's proven that she's the one who's sterile. Exactly. You know, the guy said after he was divorced twice, he says, you know, maybe after being divorced twice, maybe they're right and I was wrong. You know, they have a point. According to this, our mission of follow, follows the Rebbe. says that after twice, you, you build up an assumption. Two children, are, are two, two brothers died in circumcision. So the third one, you're not allowed to circumcise because he's surely going to die. So two is enough to make an assumption. So therefore over here also, after twice being married and not, not having children for 10 years, we can safely assume that she's the one who's sterile and she's not allowed to marry a third one. You need three times to establish an assumption. So, so to over here, according to Abshim Gamliel, she should be able to marry three times, three times, no, a, 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 a third time. The fourth not. The exact opposite. Who says after two occurrences we establish a presumption, and the Rebbe says three. Which one was taught later? Which one is the final? But everyone agrees that there's an argument. The only argument: who said what? So therefore, we should say we should accept the second price, the later price. 
Because that, that was more accurate. No, they figured out, and they said, no, you made a mistake. This is the correct version. They corrected. This is the corrected version. So which one is the second version? So Tashma bring you approved. Four sisters. We're back to the four sisters. No, Mace. First sister had a son circumcised and the child died. Shnia, the second sister, had a son circumcised and the child died. Shlishi, the third sister, had a son circumcised and died. The V is when it came to the fourth sister, Therefore, we see clearly that Shem Gamliel holds that a legal presumption is only after three occurrences. So, therefore, the Braise that says, that, that, that's the first Braise. That's the final Braise. That's the final version. That's the accurate version, the correct version. Shem Gamliel says you need three to establish a presumption uh, precedent. Gamliel says three strikes and you're out. He must have played baseball. They didn't ask him. Maybe if the third one would have asked him, he would have told her not to circumcise. The fact was, they didn't come to him until after three. How do you know that only three, only after three, only the fourth not? Maybe the third he would also say not. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, what testimony of Kibarabba telling us? What's he telling us? The fact that he didn't, didn't allow the fourth. Obviously, everyone holds the fourth you can. There's no argument. What's he coming to testify? There's no one who says differently. So obviously, that was the testimony that he said only because it's the fourth. That's what happened. So when says, if it was the third, the third that was right for circumcised. There's no presumption that the child will die. But because it's the fourth, maybe, what do you mean? Even... He has to testify because this is also a novelty. We learn in the case if, it, if the brothers, there's one brother, these were sisters. So just because one sister's son dies automatically, I assume the other sister has the same problem, it's genetic. No proof. So therefore, even the fourth, I would say even the fourth you should allow to circumcise. There's no presumption altogether. altogether. One sister, another sister, so what? That she's coming to tell us that no, you could build a presumption based on sisters because it's the same family. And if it happens once, twice, three times, so the fourth time, we say, you know what? It, it's a problem in the family. It's, 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 it's genetic. So if, how do you know that the third time he would also uh, tell them not to circumcise? Now that you're telling me that you, you, you build a presumption based on sisters, a person should not marry a woman from a family of epileptic and not from a family of lepers. And I guess if there's mental health issues, it's very important also to know that. With this chazak zimni, this is only if it happens three times already. There's three members of the family that have epilepsy. So even though it's not this person, but it's in the family, if it's three times, you can you can say, you know what, like it's mental, three mental health issues in the family, you say, you know what, <laughs> I have to be careful, yes. So my Havilah, so what, so again, so what's, which price is this final price? I can't bring a proof from the testimony of Rav Chiyah in the name of Rav So which one of the is, is the definitive correct version? It said there was an incident that happened in front of Rabbi Yechon, in the shul of Moin. 
in the city of Moed. It was Yom Kippur, the fellow on Shabbos. And the first sister had a son, circumcised, and he died. The second sister, her son, circumcised, and he died. Shlish is the third. What a tragic day. Three, three first cousins died on the same day. Then the third sister came, two of them died, the third sister came, Balafana came before Rabbi Echanan. She should circumcise a nap. Go and circumcise. Clearly, that's the definitive version. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, not Rabbi. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says that you only have a presumption after three times. So two times is not enough to build a presumption. And that's based on the story Rabbi Echanan related. That, that, that we, that, said in the name of Rabbi Yechonon, the story that he witnessed of Shem Gamliel with the sisters. But therefore, he's following up Shem Gamliel. So that's the definitive version. Debbie says you build a presumption after twice, two times. And Shem Gamliel says after three times. Amalia Bayes. Abayes said to Rabbi Yitzchak by Yosef, Hazi the Koshadis is sort of a sakanta. Through your testimony, you're allowing a woman to violate a biblical prohibition and to put him in moral danger. You're telling us that you, based on that, that you're allowed to build, you're allowed to circumcise on Shabbos and Yom Kippur and put the child in danger. The mother says, "Abaye, relied on the port of, uh, reporter of Yitzhak Bayes <coughs> that Chazak is only established after three times." Accordingly, he went and married Chayma. As he was telling him, you should realize what you're saying based on your testimony. We're, we're allowing a circumcision on Shabbos. If you, if you don't have to circumcise, you're not allowed to circumcise, you're not allowed to, it's still Shabbos. Then it's not the time to circumcise. So we're relying on you, and relying on you to put a child in danger. And he followed that law himself personally. He married Chayma, the daughter of Rabbi Yitzchak, the son of Rabbi Yehuda, the Previously, the, the daughter of of Isi was married to, to Rechava Pompadisa, who died while he was married to her. And then she was married to Rav Yitzchak, the son of Rav Rachana, and he, he also died while married to her. And Abaya said two occurrences does not establish a precedence. What, you're marrying a woman who's killing her husband? I mean, all husbands are dying. He followed the, the opinion of Yesu by Yesu. And what happened at the end? At the end, he also died. <laughs> he also died. She buried three husbands. Rabbi, Rabbi said, Is anyone who, who applied a ruling to endanger his own life, like him, he himself said, Abin the Samcha, and Abin's report of Rabbi Yechon's ruling are reliable. Yitzchak Sumke Lavar Samcha. Yitzchak, the red. Rabbi Yitzchak by Yitzchak's report are not reliable. He says, Abin, Yashne Bechazad. Abin was constantly reviewing Rabbi Yechon's teaching. He was constantly reviewing. So he's reliable. Yitzchak, Sumke Nebuchadnezzar. Yitzchak the Red wasn't constantly reviewing. So his reports cannot be relied on. And yet, Abaya relied on Yitzchak. And based on his report, that you're allowed to circumcise the child on Shabbos, and on, that's what happened on Shabbos, and on Yom Kippur, and putting in danger, he did it. 
And based on that report, Abayi himself relied on it, and he married, he married Choyma, who buried already two husbands, and she ended up burying him also. In addition, we can say that when do they argue they argue about circumcision whether you're obligated to, to circumcise or not you have to worry maybe the child will die who says they're arguing about when it comes to marriage maybe when it comes to marriage everyone agrees that after two times if she buried two husbands that she obviously she buries her husbands that you're not allowed to marry even two times is enough to establish a, a presumption. Saying if it's a mitzvah, you have a mitzvah to circumcise. So unless you have a strong, powerful presumption, it doesn't override the mitzvah. But the mitzvah to marry, who says the mitzvah to marry you? Who buried two husbands? I can marry you, found another wife. <laughs> no mitzvah to marry you. So maybe everyone will agree that you should marry a woman who buried two husbands. Your mother says, it, yes. Yes, they do disagree when it comes to marriage. You're making a mistake. Just like they argue about bris. They also argue about... about marriage. We learned the bris. And this is Lidushin Amaith. Hashani Amaith. We learned about marriage. Our mission. About the case of our mission. If she was married... I'm sorry. No, we learned the bris about marriage. If she was married to her first husband and he died. Hashani Amaith. Hashani Amaith. Hashani Amaith. Hashani a third husband, obviously, she could marry a third husband, but not the fourth husband. So we see clearly they are arguing. This family is blood is thin and doesn't clot properly. So, so therefore, it makes sense that you know this family genetically has a are, are hemophiliac. So, therefore, you're not allowed to circumcise. And it could be a family whose blood is thick and clots properly. So, if you have boys from one family, it makes sense that it's a hereditary defect that affects all the children. my time. What's the problem with marriage? Why? Just because her first husband died and the second husband, <laughs> we don't suspect that she killed him. So, I mean, why? Why, why can't she marry? This is what Avimi from Magrenia said in the name of Ravuna. Mayan Gaiden that her spring causes her husband to die. That being intimate with her causes them to die. In other words, her vaginal canal is diseased and she's causing them all sorts of diseases and they, they, they grow sick and die. Ravashi Amar, Ravashi says no, even if it's not physical, mazel gaiden. Her mazel causes them to death. She has, she, she has the angel of death with her. She has, she has a terrible mazel. Whoever, whoever touches her dies. He has a muzzle that she, she has to have a difficult life. So, so marrying her, the husbands endanger their life. Their lives are in danger. Her muzzle could affect them terribly. Does that apply to divorce also? So some say that she says also divorce. A woman who's divorced three times, you shouldn't marry her. Others say no. This is only if he, if, if the husband's died. 
she, since she's, it's a danger to the husband. But if she does divorce, he's not endangering the husband. He wants to live with the husband. Worse comes to worse. He'll get a divorce, okay? It's not, uh, it's not the, might be nice. What's the difference between Rab Mordechai, uh, Avimi, Rab Huna's reasoning and Rab Ashi's reasoning? If they died, if they died when she was just betrothed, or if you want to say, the husband fell off from a palm tree and died. So it wasn't because of her spring. He died from a palm tree, not that he made her sick. If you think the reason is sick, if he made her sick, if he fell off a tree, she can remarry. The husband is, you know, it's not her. He didn't die from her. He died from, he fell off a tree. He got, he got run over. And he would. But if the reason is mazel, it doesn't matter how he died. It doesn't matter if she was divorced from Edison, which they never were intimate. It doesn't matter. Her mazel is a terrible mazel. She brings bad luck. Stay away from her. She's just bad news. Wherever she goes, ends up in death. Once, twice, three times. Genug. The law followed Abi. Yes. I said He said to me, another asked, he said, Yes, so which one is it? But it says, I believe he was laughing at me. Rabbi Yisuf was telling Rabbi, I think he was laughing at me. He wasn't giving me a straight answer. I'm a lay lawyer. Rabbi said to him, no. He wasn't laughing at you. Stummy, you. Push. In other words, there are a lot of Mishnas which agree with the Rabbi and there are Mishnas that agree with Rabbi Shemun Gamliel. And he explains, this is the Malkias it comes to marriage and lashes, the Stam Mishnah follows Rebbe. Vestis, it comes to fixing, a, fixing your menstruation period. And the Muad, that we follow of Shimon Gamliel. He explains. This so you know that mother. It says, our Mishnah. It says anonymously, and it says, she can marry another person after 10 years after not having children she can marry a second husband but it doesn't say she can marry a third husband if 10 years go by she doesn't have children with a second husband she's not allowed to marry a, th- a third husband this follows it every Malkias where do we see the Mishnah Malkias none we learn in Sanhedrin Misha Laka Vashon if someone was hit twice flogged twice and he transgressed the same sin a third time so instead of flogging him a third time, we lock him up in a cell. And they feed him barley. His stomach bursts. In other words, after twice doing the same thing and being whipped twice, so he, he establishes a presumption of evil. He's like, he's like a, he couldn't care, doesn't care about mitzvahs, violations. And therefore, we, we basically indirectly put him to death. We don't bother with him anymore. We just, okay, you're out. You're finished. So you see twice, not three times. So the Stam Mishnah follows the follows Rebbe. Vestis, if not, we learn the Mishnah. We continue on 65. She doesn't establish a Vestis until three times. Three times. Let's say the interval is 
or she always sees on this day on the 17th so it has to be three times on the 17th after three times then it becomes like established and she expects to see on that day or the interval is, 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 is 14 days so whatever the interval is if it's 14 days three times three months four months in a row three times then then uh, then it's, it becomes established so whatever it is to uproot the vessel, once it's been established, you need three times to uproot it. And and uh, an axe that gores three times. It has to be three times. Up until the first three times, you only pay half the damage. Yeah, once after three times, then the fourth time, you become a. It's presumed that you became a wild animal that has that has destructive tendencies. So, so therefore, he said once like this and once like this. We have stamp mission like this, stamp mission like this. Everyone have a wonderful.